All right. And we are live. Well, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, everybody. Time to get dialed in. Today is Tuesday, November 1st. Happy first of the month, everybody. How the fuck y'all doing today? Cap, Baker, guys looking lovely. Thank you. It's Christmas season. candy, man. Fuck you. It is not Christmas season. I'm about to end this broadcast and kick your ass out of it. (laughs) You ready to salivate, baby. It is not Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Okay, fine. It's uh, Mariah Carey season. Oh, my God. I fucking hope not. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I will be playing Spotify on my car radio every day. (laughs) I don't blame you. Yeah. No, it's funny. We have a, a guy at work that absolutely hates Christmas music. So we um, just play Christmas music year round now. <laughs> oh no, that got me nuts. No, yeah. that is. Yeah, he he hates it. Sorry, Russ. But uh, all right, guys. Hey, shout out to Russ. Shout out Russ. Um, let's go ahead and I'm only shouting out the cartoon character Russ. What? What's happening? There's a cartoon character uh, named Wilson, Russ. Oh, Russell Wilson. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and get dialed in. Today's a big day in the NFL. Massive yes. day. A uh, lot of families were uprooted and placed elsewhere today. So it's that moving season. It's that moving <laughs> season. I hope uh, it's what the uh, the college hunks and the uh, two men in a truck. Hope you guys are. Uh, hope you guys are ready. So here in the past few days, the uh, good old Ravens, man, they made a massive move. Massive move. Acquiring Raquan Smith for AJ Klein, a second and a fifth round pick in 2023. We'll be able to extend him. He is his own agent, funny enough. So I remember beginning of the year, uh, he had been wanting to get out of Chicago for a while and he was having issues with management uh, and they were finally able to make a move. So nice pickup for them. Yeah. Uh, L- Lamar is probably sitting there like, uh, wrong side of the ball, guys. Yeah. Yeah. He probably would have liked, uh, shit. He asked, he asked for some targets. He gets a 35 year old receiver. <laughs> and then the defense hey, gets a he's stud linebacker. Fast, man. Come on now. <laughs> um, so I guess Raquan needs a new contract as well. Um, so mm-hmm. there's a chance that they're going to end up losing him after this year. I'm wondering if they're working on getting an extension signed. I would think so. Giving up a second round for that. <laughs> a second and a fifth and a player. Definitely. Um, and I, I honestly think Roquan Smith is going to be a really good fit in, uh, in Baltimore. Um, he's had yeah, a really I, lackluster year though so far, right? Well, no, yeah, I thought he was leading the NFL in tackles actually. Yeah, he. In all categories, um, he's a top five linebacker, but I mean, on a team that's like bottom five rush defense. So, yeah, it just looked like an all in move for the Ravens because they can get a third round pick back and a compensatory pick if Rokon leaves at the end of the year. But this just shows like Lamar, hey, we're doing everything we can. We're getting some other stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you guys said, I think that uh, having another receiver a wide receiver per se would be kind of what we look at, mm-hmm. but their offensive coordinator says that he sees both, uh, both of their starting tight ends likely and Andrews as receivers, not as tight ends. So in their room, they kind of feel like they have enough pass catchers. 
Yeah. And then the rest of the world agrees with Lamar that yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have he enough help. Yeah, he, he needs somebody to throw the ball to. Um, I just don't know if you give up that much, in my opinion, for that position right now, because in this day and age, like, again, the guy's a top five at his position, and then he's on, like, it, it's clearly not really changing the defense that he was on. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a pretty big uh, investment. I uh, got a question from the chat. Uh, what do you guys think of the Ridley trade? I don't think he will really ever play again at the level everyone thinks. I'm inclined think, to agree, personally. I, I think the owners went to a table, and they're like, how do we screw over <laughs> these gamblers? Well, how about we just trade him, tr make him get <laughs> traded to the other team that he uh, bet against? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. It's come full circle, fucking... Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I, I think I it's know. a really good Skillset weapon. Wise, he's amazing. Yeah, I think it's a really good weapon for Trevor Lawrence, um, especially with him coming into his own this year. He's looked very, very impressive. Um, it's just, like I said, it's another weapon for him. Uh, being away from the game for a year, I mean, who knows what he's doing, right, with his own time. Right. Um, obviously, with such a high skill set, he, he's, he's going to stay in top shape. Um. Yeah, what they say though, fo football moves very fast past players who aren't being active. No, hundred percent. Before he got suspended, though, we would say what he's realistically a top twelve athletically gifted wide receiver in the league. So Everyone even if he comes him. back slightly lower, and let's call him just a top twenty twenty four guy, mm -hmm. he's still going to make Christian Kirk that much better, right? Mm -hmm. Like Kirk's going to be so much better because he's not going to be the guy anymore. So it's just going to help out everything. And uh, I don't think that he's really going to lose too much. It, it's going to take him, like, was anybody really thinking that Jamar Chase wasn't good after he missed a year sitting out? That's true. And then got drafted. It's, you know, a preseason of drop balls to get the timing down and you're back in the game. So he'll, he'll be fine. I will add that uh, in the good old days when Julio was still in Atlanta, this could be a Bama thing, but he said the best route runners I've seen, Ridley and Cooper. So if yep. if he can somewhat uh, get back to yeah, that we'll stage, because that. that guy is – he was nice, man. He was nice. A lot of uh, Dynasty players still spent some money on that kid, hoping that he'll get back. Yeah. Holding out hope. And Calvin really is still really, really young, especially for a wide receiver. I mean, he's only 27. You know, and we've seen wide receivers last a long time. Um, really good breakout year in 2020 before he got hurt in 2021. I mean, he hit 1,300 yards. So. Yeah, he was balling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. Vikings acquired tight end at TJ Hawkinson. I always think of like Hawkinsocker or some shit like that whenever I see his name. Uh <laughs> And a 2023 fourth and a 2024 conditional fourth from the division rival, the Lions. The Lions are receiving the Vikings' second round pick and the 2024 third round pick, moving up two rounds in the 2023 draft and one round in the 2024 draft. I would say <sighs> the Vikings uh, went to Detroit with a mask on and forced them to make that trade. Yeah. The Vikings definitely got the better end on that trade i agree uh give kirk cousins another big time weapon in hawkinson uh how good is he blocking 
That, uh, uh, Hawkinson's much better at blocking than, um, than Irv Smith is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's going to be helpful, and it's going to kind of, when Irv gets back come playoff time, because he's out eight to whatever, ten weeks, it's going to basically make the receiving options for Kirk Cousins way better just because what Hawkinson comes in as the number three. Now mm. you got Johnson Thielen, Hawkinson. Yeah. So the Johnson. only scary part is Jefferson. Jefferson. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the only, the only scary part though, is that offense really isn't tight end oriented. Mm. Like that's not their natural way that they play. So they're going to have to kind of scheme up some new stuff for the tight end. Definitely. I will say though he he's one of the top young tight ends in the league. Those are hard to find. That's a rare yep. position to get some guy that can go run some routes. That's going to open the field for Jefferson or vice versa. So in my eyes, like I said before, I think that was a huge pickup for the Vikings. Uh, Cousins should not have any problems with finding people open now. Especially he is so young uh, too at twenty five. They've got him yep. listed yeah. at six five, so he's probably actually like six seven. Mm-hmm. Um, that's <laughs> no. I mean that that's how it is. They they really scrunch you down as much as possible. Um, in the draft, according to a lot of the pros, and that's a that's a big fucking target, man. Yeah, that's a huge gonna pickup be, for the Vikings. Going to help in the end zone in the red zone, definitely. Yeah. No, very very nice there. Uh, moving on, my Pittsburgh Steelers were making some new some moves today. The uh, the big trade that everybody had been talking about was Chase Claypool uh, possibly going to the Packers. Well, uh, the Bears picked up the phone first uh, and had sent a 2023 second round pick for Chase Claypool. There's a lot of uh, like misinformation going on with this one. Uh, a lot of people were thinking that the second round pick that was sent to the Bears for Roquan Smith was the one that the Steelers were getting, uh, but that's not yep. the case. It's the original um pick for the bears so that's really really good especially because the bears suck just like the steelers so that's going to be an early second round pick that could be considered a late first so i really really like that um i had been really upset with chase claypool for a while uh just a lack of effort in certain plays and i've been getting into fights with people on twitter about that shit um you know his hands have been horrible um, he had a big game against the Eagles last year. He had a big game against Tampa this year. And I think that's really it. You're you're just expecting one big game with him. And it's just meh. So getting a second round pick and probably a higher pick than what they actually used to get him is uh, right. is a massive return for him. Um, I don't see a, um, a mismatch value in that trade. I think that works for both teams, in my opinion. I think that um, the Bears are obviously trying to re- rebuild Mm -hmm. i think it was good for them to invest in their franchise quarterback um they got rid of some cap they have a hundred mil cap going into the next year they have tons of picks now Mm -hmm. so it looks like they're excited for fields to have a pretty good future and uh next year is going to be promising for them they kind of picked apart their defense this year they sent a lot of pieces away but we've also seen the last couple of weeks, uh, Justin Fields really come on as a yeah. playmaker. So I think yeah. this is going to help getting Chase Claypool this year for the rest of the year, even if they're not really 
playoff bound, it's going to help him continue to develop for the rest of this season mm-hmm. instead of struggle kind of the way he was with the uh, the pass catchers they had. And Chase Claypool being so such a big frame is really helpful for those the dynamic running back or uh, quarterbacks. They normally like bigger targets that they could throw to on the move. Yep. Because it, you know, it's a lot harder to be accurate within a 18-inch square box when you're running, right? You know, parallel to the line of scrimmage. So I think honestly, the Steelers uh, got away. Like you were saying, the Vikings robbed the lines. I really feel like the Steelers robbed the Bears. Uh, I feel like a, a, a more like normal trade value would have been a fourth, honestly. Um, just the development hasn't been there. But see, it, it's hard because I feel like he's suffering poor, from poor development because of Randy Fickner and Matt Canada being horrible offensive coordinators. Right. So I'm 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 kind of curious to see what he's able to do in Chicago. Like if you look at what Juju Smith Schuster said, he didn't really learn offense until he went to Kansas City. So right. what what's what's Claypool gonna learn going over to Chicago? Um, I wouldn't say that they robbed as 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 much as the Vikings did to Detroit, but like I was saying, I think that's a pretty in my eyes, I think that's a pretty fair balance to both values for the franchises. I think the Bears kinda got what they wanted. They show that they're investing in their young franchise quarterback. That's mm-hmm. that's that that's very exciting for them. Um, they open a lot of cap, and uh, I think next year they're really ready to rebuild, and that's how you rebuild the team. So yeah. I, uh, they lost uh, Quinn, they lost uh, Smith, open up cap space. They got a target for their franchise quarterback. They got tons of picks ne- next year. So if if you're in uh, Chicago, you I mean I, if you're excited for your future, I can see why. Definitely. Um, I'm just getting our stream tweeted out and whatnot. Uh, up next, the Steelers have acquired defensive back or cornerback, uh, William Jackson, the third from the commanders, uh, from last I read, they swapped a sixth round compensatory pick for a seventh round compensatory pick as well. Um, so, My question on that is that they said that if they can't make a deal, they're going to release him. Does mm-hmm. that affect his salary hit this year? Yeah. So a- apparently he's only owed two or three million. Um, I like this pick. Yes, I, I like this pick a lot. That's not what it would have been had they cut him. Had they cut him, they were going to be on the hook. I think for it was all like of nine it. million. It, yeah, it was like thirteen or some him. shit. Yeah. Well, because they were gonna have dead money from what they've already paid. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. because of because of cutting him, yeah. Um, so I like this pickup. Um, he is older. He's thirty. Um, he's <laughs> been in the league since twenty sixteen. Um, so the Steelers really, 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 really liked him. Um, and they had the twenty fifth, uh, the twenty fifth pick in the first round. Um, but the Bengals snagged him at pick twenty four. And then the Steelers went and grabbed Artie Burns, and Artie Burns was a mega fucking bust. So, yeah, uh, I I like this pick. Him on the opposite side of Levi Wallace, um, I'm hoping is going to be really, really good. Um, He's dealing with some injuries lately, and his play has declined a little bit, but maybe a change of scenery will benefit him. Who knows? We'll see. 
Uh, next, we have the Miami Dolphins acquired Bradley Chubb in a 2025 fifth-round pick from the Broncos in return. The Broncos received Chase Edmonds, a 2023 first, which came from San Fran, and then a 2024 fourth in the deal. So Broncos have traded three first-round picks for Bradley Chubb, uh, Waddle, and Tyreek Hill. The so. Dolphins front office is, they're looking very smart. These guys, uh, d- didn't the, me and uh, Baker were talking about this earlier. So the big trade where Niners moved up to get Lance, the Dolphins have turned all that into those three studs. And mm-hmm. I mean, these, these guys in Miami and then Chubb, it's like to me, this year, that, that's the best pickup in, in, in the trade market right now. Bradley Chubb, get that get that guy rushing from the end that changes games. You know, we, we've seen it this year. Guys are going after the quarterback. A lot of teams are struggling to put up high points on the board. We went from a high powered offense league to like now defense is back again. And I think that was an amazing pickup for them. Cause I think Phillips and um, I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say they're all under 26. So if they can somehow figure out their, their contracts, man, that defense, whew, yeah, with that offense, well, even, man, offense. Even if they can't for certain players, and they're able to trade them away so that they right. still acquire value to go back. I mean, mm-hmm. they're loaded. And right now, like I have the Dolphins and whatever power rankings I did, they're six. They're like knocking on the top five door, and that's just because their offensive line leaves a little bit to be desired. Right. Hence, all the quarterbacks getting knocked out through the first so many weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Now that they got a great pass rusher that they could always put points on the board, it's like there's no reason that walking into any of the top five teams we got going that they shouldn't have a chance. They can score at will, basically. So, I mean. They did so well, man. The, right. the Dolphins the past amazing. two years. I'm a fan. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying like they're they're my team, but I'm a fan of what they're doing. That's what you want like as a fan of football. Like you want your your favorite team to like do that, like yeah. go after it, yep. go after it, and they they have I, I I hit they're hitting a plus a plus a a plus in every move that they've been making recently. Yeah, I'm uh yeah it's it's enjoyable it's enjoyable. We'll get into your power rankings later, Baker, because man, there's some uh there's some switches that I would say, but. It'll be interesting. Interesting. All right. Uh, moving on. Jaguars <laughs> acquire Calvin Ridley. We had uh, commented on that earlier from the Falcons for two conditional picks, a 2023 fifth or sixth, depending on when he's reinstated to league and a 2024 second, third or fourth, depending on if he makes the team and reaches a certain playable threshold. These, um, uh, these picks and how they work always really confuse me. Um, I guess I should have mentioned with the Vikings one uh, with tight end TJ Hawkinson. It also depends on if the Vikings win a playoff game, like for which round that pick will be. Um, like it's just, it's really interesting how they, how they make that work. Like last year when uh, uh, the Colts got, um, what's his face? Carson Wentz. That was an interesting deal because if he played more than however many percent of snaps, like they owed uh, like an extra pick or 
a higher pick That's or some just shit. The line yeah. item. They put that in there at mm-hmm. the bottom because they're sick of arguing on the phone. Yep. Okay, you don't think he's going to do well? Well, if he does do well, then I get yep. this. Just send it through. Yep. It's interesting how they get uh, contracts and shit written up nowadays. Um, see, the Dolphins also acquired Jeff Wilson Jr. from the 49ers for a 2023 fifth-round pick. Making moves, man. Uh, the Broncos acquired edge rusher Jake Martin and a 2024 fifth round from the Jets for a 2024 fourth round. The Bills, this one pissed off Pat McAfee today, I heard. Uh, Bills acquired running back Naheem Hines from the Colts for running back Zach Moss and a conditional 2023 sixth round pick. Another weapon for the Bills. Yeah, that didn't that Scared. didn't really make any sense for me. Why why they'd even want Zach Moss back yeah. instead of just having more compensation? Yep. Because they have a great second string running back once Hines leaves. We've already seen him this year do great. So yeah. it just seemed odd to. I mean, maybe that was a requirement for uh, cap space. Yeah. Otherwise kind of whatever i don't know i feel like the bills would have been able to or the colts would have been able to get a different kind of skill position player there instead of another running back because i mean honestly the colts got jonathan taylor but you don't really need another running back right now just because the running backs aren't getting any pressure the 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 the, the line just is absolutely abysmal in indianapolis but i digress I mean, to be honest with you heinz Hines being the guy that the Bills ended up with is kind of weird to me yeah. because, uh, like I said, they originally offered a second for McCaffrey, mm-hmm. and that was nowhere near enough once we saw what the Niners ended up paying. But they called about Alvin Kamara. The other targets that are out there, Kareem Hunt, you could even go Dearness Johnson from the Browns as well. I mean, Hines definitely more explosive than Cam Akers, but you got Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. Alexander Madison, it's like, you know, some of these other guys are a little bit more kind of between the tackle runners. And that seems like what they really need there is someone that yeah. can really move a pile and and take the, the big runs off of uh, just off the board. It's just like, hey, if Josh isn't doing it, then it's not happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a crazy thought today. What if the Titans traded Derrick Henry to the Bills? I don't think they have enough to do it. No, I don't think so either. But imagine, imagine like what kind of powerhouse that would be, dude. That'd, that'd be insane. Um, see, the Bills also acquired safety Dean Marlowe from the Falcons for a 2023 seventh round pick. I haven't heard much about him. Same. I mean, that's probably why he went for the, the seventh, seventh round. round. You know? yeah. yeah. But he was originally on the Bills. So he's going back. Oh, okay. So, so they must have really liked him. There. Yeah. yeah. Good for him, man. I mean, the Falcons are a decent team this year. I mean, they're really, really impressive this year. Um, but, I mean, to go back to the Super Bowl favorite, you got to be so exactly. fucking happy. Oh, yeah. That, that's a huge upgrade. Yep. Uh, the Falcons acquired cornerback <clears throat> Rashad Fenton from the Chiefs for a conditional seventh-round pick. I like that for them. Yep. <laughs> he's startable. And, and they need some help on that and in, in that DB. Yeah, I, I, the the Chiefs defense is really rough. So well, I think they, I mean, or not the not a, the Chiefs, the Falcons. Sorry. Yeah, and the Chiefs have a couple of rookies mm-hmm. out there. They got, I think they got so, two that are really impressive. 
Let's see. Uh, Bills were inter- interested in running backs, like you had mentioned. I I, I feel like uh, a Kareem Hunt there. Just going back on that topic, I feel like that would have been a really good fit for him. You know, he's really unhappy in Cleveland. Um, damn, I'm I'm surprised that, about that. I was the Browns shot themselves in the foot on that one by mm-hmm. saying in the preseason, I don't care what Kareem Hunt wants, we're not trading him, yeah. and then waiting until the day before or two days before the deadline to give him permission. Had you given him a week, like you, you know, yeah. a lot more offers could have been discussed. But oh, yeah. He just played it too close to the deadline. And at that point, everybody else had already discussed other options. So, yep. Yeah, the Bills, they invested in Cook, the rookie running back. And it seems like they really want that dual threat back there, which makes sense why they looked for Hunt, Camara, and CMC. And uh, that guy has been very lackluster. So, Hines going there kind of makes sense. Because Singletary, he just seems like a by formation, find a hole and go. Yeah. If you're lucky. So on that <laughs> note, um, <laughs> the NFL trade deadline today, uh, it was a record-setting day today. Uh, there was 12 players traded, which is the most on deadline day in the last 30 years. Yeah, you don't really see that much movement. No, there was like, a lot. As a fan, you just pray, like, oh, my God, come on, this is it. Yep. Oh, it looked like a bunch of fantasy managers in there just to make <laughs> things happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead on to our game of the week and the game of the week runner up. So starting with the Atlanta Falcons. Baker, you would like to take it away, sir? That was just a wild game to watch. Um, All of us here, I believe we all had the Falcons. So we were all hoping and praying we were going to get that win. And uh, what was it? Uh, 11 minutes and 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Foreman scores a touchdown, two-point conversion, and ties the game at 21. And you're thinking, okay, we've got something going. And then a scoring extravaganza basically just starts happening back and forth and they're just scoring left and right. So um, without missing a beat, Carolina scores with a 12 yard run with Foreman and they convert an extra point to uh, go. What is it? 28. Oh, I missed a field goal, but 28, 24. Mariota comes back and passes it to the former uh, Panther bird. He just darts and dashes through everybody up the middle, 47 yards, scores a touchdown. Um, And Atlanta takes a lead, 31-28. And you're kind of thinking that's going to be the end of it. With uh, 40 seconds off the clock, Atlanta's already back, kicking a field goal, going up by six to, to what I thought was sealing the game. I thought, okay, we're feeling good. Now they just have to keep them out of the end zone. Even halfway down the field, kicking a long field goal is not going to do anything. And out of nowhere, DJ Moore pulls a little little fake step up at about the 20-yard line and takes off again, scores something 60-plus-yard uh, touchdown to tie the game. And that's where the controversy really starts. And you've got to start, start choosing where we're going to place blame at this point because Moore rips his helmet off, starts celebrating, telling everybody how great everything is. And costs <laughs> the team a... Uh, <laughs> cost his team a, a freaking 
what 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 do we got? An unsportsmanlike penalty, making yeah. it a forty-plus yard extra point. It was what uh, so, a forty-eight it, yard because it's what thirty-three. Then, yeah, then fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So you, now we're headed to overtime. Games tied at thirty-four, and I'm just thinking, like, please, <laughs> please, Atlanta, pull this off. I really need this win today. <laughs> <laughs> Mariota gets the ball and I'm figuring, okay, we got we got a chance for this. Instant yeah. interception in their own freaking red area, just about. And a, an easy, what, 30 some 32 yard field goal attempt by Panero missed. Like he's all in his head from the missed extra point. Misses another one. Mariota's got to go what? 90 yards and score a touchdown. Or and kick a field goal. It's like no, no chance. I don't have expectations of my memories of <laughs> right, Mariota right, right. to just march right. down the field. But this new Mariota is the guy. He yeah. starts marching down the field, hits hits a couple big plays, field goal for the win. And I just loved it. Like it was, it was on, like I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I loved it. I'm glad that the, the Vikings weren't in a game like that. I don't think my heart could stand something like that. Yeah, we, we, we were uh, what a game. conversating through text messages and uh, Facebook messages, and you're like, man, I'm sweating watching this game. <laughs> yeah. That was a good I game. Mean, but the other the notable thing coming out of it for Carolina, too, is P.J. Walker's kind of sealed up that starting role. Right. So right, I think right. until he really messes something up, he's going to be the guy. It doesn't matter. Baker's looks like he's healthy. He's not going to be taking over the starting role. Mm-hmm. They just chuckle when people say Sam Darnold. No, he's hurt. We're not worried about bringing him back. Don't worry about that. So let's let's see what Walker could do. It's it's been a fun ride. Yeah. Have a a breaking news here, real quick. 49ers fans, lovely. Uh, forty oh. former 49ers general manager John McVay has just passed away at the age of ninety one is Sean McVay's grandfather. So thoughts and prayers to the McVay family. It's rough, man. Yeah, that's uh that's yeah. unfortunate. Hopefully vibes to his family. Yeah. Don't like hearing about that. Ninety one though, long, long life. Good life. It's interesting how just thinking about it, that the I wouldn't say executives, but like front office team and stuff like that or front office employees um the families like stay within the league it's always you know oh, yeah. you look at uh sean mcveigh and then look at uh 49ers the shanahan's yeah shanahan's and there's so many more than just that but it's it's always interesting to me the ryan's yeah yeah i did i mean i mean I feel like that's just a a good upbringing that you know yeah. you can share that with your family, like your workplace. You know, a lot of people they separate workplace from their home life, and it's pretty cool that you keep the generations going. Yep. You hey, you bring your kid into a professional stadium and put him in that atmosphere. I mean, right. it's really hard for the kid not to think how amazing that is and kind of want to grow up doing that. So it's it's awesome the opportunity that that some of them have have had and been able to cash in and and make good on because i mean 
you can get a chance. That doesn't mean you're going to be great. And we've got a lot of people that have come in and, and done really well. Yep. Um, and speaking of family, uh, some more breaking news. Britt Reed, the son of Andy Reed, uh, this was a big story a while back. He just pled guilty to DWI causing serious injury to a five-year-old and was just sentenced to three years in prison. It's unfortunate circumstance. And I remember Andy Reid was getting a lot of heat for that. Well, this is a down. We have Uber for a reason, Epic guys. Proportion. Yep. No, uh, don't drink and drive, smoke and drive, anything like that. He was, uh, he was an assistant coach with the Chiefs, I believe, at one point as well. Um, all right, jump back up into our runner-up game of the week. Those are just a couple of breaking things that literally just popped up. Uh, are we gonna um, not to cut you off real quick? But back to the game of the week, though. Are we gonna put the blame though? We covered it, and nobody said. Hmm. Is, is so DJ I, Moore? I mean, uh, yeah, it's all 100%. DJ Moore for me. All right, I, I don't know. I've seen. Uh, I, just, I just wanted to make sure. Shady McCoy saying that it's the kicker's fault. You only got to use one leg. You only got to kick forty something yards. Just kick it, and it's just yeah, like, just kick the ball. It's no problem. Oh, Fucking ninja yeah, over here. I mean, why you got to make it so difficult? You, what you, are we doing? You know uh, that tweet about ninja uh, talking about kickers? Mm-mm. Uh, okay, uh, so we all know who Ninja is, right? The Fortnite streamer that made like a shit ton of money. So he tweeted mm-hmm. out, I'll never understand how college and NFL football teams allow kickers that just miss kicks. I feel like there has to be a pools of kickers in the USA that won't miss simple kicks or snappers that won't mess up the snaps. I don't know, man. It seems so silly. Would love opinions on this. This is back in 2019. It was after. I had to be a Lions game because he's a Lions fan. It was either that or it was that Vikings game. I don't remember. Let's not. That's not. Yeah. I don't even know what game to start with, but I could tell you the one I will never forget is the 98 NFC title game. Okay. I just will never forget it. I'm oh, scarred for life. Man, you bring I the... hate when kickers walk out. I don't like seeing it. I don't want to be close. Let's just win the game. I don't want a kicker for nothing. So I believe I don't care what you do for a living. Not to interrupt you again. Sorry fuzzy but bastard no. <laughs> whatever you do for a living and you work your whole life to get to that point and then now this is the moment and there's thousands of people watching i don't care if it's a oh, pool stressing. shot a dart it don't matter what it is that that's that's hard and and you know especially in the, in the nfl you gotta respect that i respect kickers <laughs> this guy this guy what i respect kickers yeah me too i just want my kickers to kick well it <laughs> so I, I was looking we back could to go get the best rated kicker in the nfl and he will miss four five seven ten kicks on our team it is ridiculous i've been looking uh i was trying to see what he was talking about uh, Alabama missed a field goal attempt that would have tied them with Auburn. It was 45-48 with two minutes left in the fourth on that day. So I wonder if it had something to do with that. I don't know. So he's picking on some kid that wasn't even getting paid. 
like come well on. i mean he he played for alabama doing? so he was but you know we won't talk about that <laughs> hey finding a bag of money in a room you just moved into is I not getting it. paid I okay love it. finding things <laughs> that was my favorite thing when uh as a usc fan lindell white came out a little bit ago and uh podcast and he said oh no like i i never got paid but i did move into this into this house <laughs> and somebody that moved out drove this car <laughs> yeah and it had it had money in it and they said well how much was it and he said oh like 150 thousand and i Gosh. saw the video and it was <laughs> lineart watching the video and reacting and he's like don't say that <laughs> that's <laughs> like the one where obj was walking into uh LSU's locker room handing out stacks yeah, of money. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. They can all get paid now though, so we're good. Yeah, no. Uh see if we can get some money together. Maybe we can go ahead and get a uh, NIL deal with a college player somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Just put dial in hey, tattoo hey, we'll, on your body yeah, we'll or something. We'll get there eventually, you Dave, know. Yeah, Pee wee. <laughs> hey you want a bag of skittles just get this tattoo <laughs> yes oh yeah <laughs> All right, i was thinking like a sticker on the helmet or something or, yo and you know you know those pads the uh, the thigh pads how they mm -hmm. like they make them so they're cutouts and stuff so you can see the logo put the dial in logo right there on the pad that'd be pretty dope now you're thinking yeah too bad the only NFL guy I know retired, so, you know, we won't be able to make that happen in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to our runner-up game of the week. Uh, this was a low-scoring game. It was a battle. Man, I was so excited with this one because I thought my pick was actually going to come through. Uh, this was the Colts and Commanders game. Colts go up two scores with a Naheem Hines touchdown and a McLaughlin extra point with 11 minutes and 12 seconds to go in the fourth. Colts were 16, Commander 7. And Sly, you know, Taylor Heineke is able to help drive it up the field with 4 minutes and 59 seconds left in the game. Sly kicks a 28-yard field goal, bringing the Commanders within a touchdown, 10-16. Colts are still up. Then Heineke just, he's like, yo, you want to see how big my dick got since I left Indianapolis? This is my fucking town. Fucking pulls his pants down, whips his dick out. Starting Put from the Colts, on the table. Yeah, starting from the Colts' 11-yard line with only two minutes and 47 seconds left, starts to drive, needing a touchdown to win. With 41 seconds left in the game, he completes a big shot down the left side to scary Terry McLaugh or McLaurin over uh, St uh, Stephon Gilmore to the Colts' one-yard line. Oh, man, this one hurts. I was, I was terrified when that happened because McLaurin got up. And he started kind of talking some mad game too, yeah. talking about this is my house yep. because that's the where he's from. Yep. And I'm thinking, oh, are we getting another unsportsmanlike penalty right now? What's going on? But it didn't happen, so I was juiced. Oh man, I was I was hoping it would happen because I really needed the win there. Um, but you know, whatever. Uh, then Heine he uh, QB dove for a one yard touchdown. McLaughlin makes a game winning extra point with only twenty two seconds left on the clock. Commanders won 17-16. The, nice, the nice, easy extra point from where it's supposed to be for the win. Right, yep. right, right. <laughs> Without the, the extra, you know, the extra flair. But uh, this morning, um, Jim Mersey sent out a lovely tweet. 
that uh, I saw immediately and liked, and I think I tagged Cap in. Uh, says this morning we relieved Marcus Brady of his duties or Brady of his duties as offensive coordinator. I wish this good man all the best with a thumbs up emoji. Said, man, I wish the Steelers would See fucking do this. God, dude. <laughs> hate Matt Canada. All right. Well, uh, I mean, you guys got a replacement available now. No, that's okay. No, <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, you know, I'll just take uh, McDaniels when uh, he gets fired from Las Vegas. Facts. Because that's got to be coming soon. They look horrible. I, I don't see it happening in year one, like during the season. But yeah, that... Oh my goodness, they look horrible. They yeah. Look- All right, let's jump over to our injuries from the weekend. And then we'll jump into our games, do a little recap. Uh, starting off, Keenan Allen has tallied six catches on the year, two in his week seven return, missing Monday's practice. People are hoping it's just a rest day today or yesterday. Uh, Chargers really need Allen to come back in action to steady the offense. They've been looking horrible lately, uh, even yeah. more so with Mike Williams sidelined for another three to four weeks. This Chargers Herbert team, needs, man. Needs that boy. <laughs> they look rough, dude. Char- they, they really look rough. Chargers going to Charger. You know, they were, they were Super Bowl favorites there for a while, too. But yeah, you're not wrong. Fucking new Browns over there. Uh, Rashad Bateman is out for a few weeks with a foot injury. He's been dealing with all year, but tweaked it in week eight. Uh, Gus Edwards is dealing with a hamstring strain. Taquan Lewis, Ed rusher for the Colts, tore his patellar tendon and will be out the rest of the year. That's a nasty injury. That sounds awful. I think that's that's the worst knee injury now, basically. Like, it, ACL was, you know, historically bad until... Adrian Peterson kind of spit in everybody's face and yeah. showed how well you can come back from something like that. Now it's just time out in recovery time for like the first season, but you should be expected to get back to uh, where you were. Yeah. To teller, you, you lose a lot of explosive ability yeah. when that happens. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, Irv Smith suffered a high ankle sprain. He's getting an MRI, I believe, yesterday uh, to determine the severity of the injury. Although he's expected to miss eight to ten weeks, I was very upset to hear this. But the result of getting T.J. Hawkinson couldn't have been better. Yeah, I hope Irv comes back healthy. We get him for the playoffs and makes the offense really dynamic. But I mean, it happening when it happened, and us being able to get Hawkinson is almost a gift. This is why they went to get Hawkinson. Has to mm-hmm. be. A good move for them. Uh, Mark Ingram's out three to four weeks with a grade two MCL sprain in week eight versus the Raiders. How long has Mark Ingram been in the league for? He's been in for quite some at time. Least, at, I want at least eight years. Yeah, he's 32 now, so he's probably 10 now. Yeah. Iron Man. Except, you know, he's out with an injury and whatnot, but <laughs> hey, he got a <laughs> he got a fall suit this this year. He's gotta he's gotta oil up some of the, the parts, but he's ready to go. Twenty twenty eleven he was drafted. Oh damn. He's been in a while. Eleven years. Yeah. Well, I mean I th- 
it's a lot easier to last longer when you're not, you know, the but, starter. <laughs> he's just gonna throw that out there. It's not like he's getting 300 touches every year, you know. No. Uh, Jordan Poyer said to have an MRI on his elbow after feeling a pop in Week Eight matchup versus the Packers. It's rough, man. I remember at the the after a few weeks in the uh, the year, he was on pace for like 17 interceptions, and he's been out a lot lately. He's a tough son of a bitch too. Yeah, he's been driving around the country, right? <laughs> yeah, he's not allowed to fly. He's not cleared to fly, but he's cleared to drive to games and play in them. It's crazy. Well, if his elbow hurts too bad. He just might have to hire a little a driver, you know? Have a fucking driver out in the field with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold my arm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Packers linebacker Devondre Campbell left the game with a knee injury. Um, haven't seen any updates on that yet. I haven't either. Uh, Packers rookie wide receiver Christian Watson left the game with a concussion. Uh, reports are that Aaron Rodgers punched him in the head after uh, mm. getting upset with all of his wide receivers. <laughs> I heard about that, especially dropping that wide open pass, man. Ooh. Jokes, by the way. Um, but yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> no. Somebody will take that serious. Yeah. Don't you worry about it. Uh, they'll they'll want proof. <laughs> and he he looks. He looks upset. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, he was on uh, what Pat McAfee today? I I wasn't uh, able Rogers? to watch it. I was listening to football and with Big Ben. And he was saying, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get some news while I'm live on the show. That would be great. <laughs> it's like that, that didn't happen. Sorry, buddy. I did see a report that the Packers offered a second round pick for Chase Claypool as well, and the Steelers just shit in their face. That's fantastic. I gotta love the Steelers for that. That's really <laughs> that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, no, for multiple reasons, like real NFL reasons and also dynasty fantasy reasons. I really couldn't deal with Claypool on the Packers because somebody that I have to beat that I know I'm gonna see in the playoffs has Claypool and I can't I can't have that. That would have been such a weapon for Rodgers. Yeah, I, I glad that didn't happen. Yeah. Works out great for me. Selfish. I get it. Selfish. Hey, that's fine. I don't care. The Steelers still got a fucking massive payout for him. Uh, I know you don't think so, Cap, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Eagles defensive lineman Jordan Davis has a high ankle sprain, fearing a four to six week timetable for his return. Uh, defensive offensive lineman Liam Eichenberg was carted off the field with a knee injury. Seems to be a major. He's been placed on IR. I believe at this point, if you're placed on IR, isn't it for the rest of the league or for rest of the season now? No, or I is it, or, it or or is it still just weeks. four weeks? Or four weeks, and then it's you a, have a timetable of like three weeks to there's return. A, there's a window exactly, yeah. and so what we're hearing a lot of now is like the deadline for certain people to be activated. Okay, yeah, that's what it is. They started the year at a certain time on it, so if they do not be act, if they're not activated by what is it tomorrow? at four eastern then they get switched from possible reactivation to uh year end yeah the steelers um, have so uh one of those, trevon austin one of those players was chase young that got activated uh another one was tredavious white okay. to the bills got activated so just a lot of the these star players we haven't really seen yeah for a while they're all getting activated and like chase young's not even really ready to play this week 
It's right. just if he wants to be ready at all. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. He just has to take up that roster spot. And if the yep. Bills get white back, that's huge. Yeah, they're, they're depending on how Jordan Poyer is. Today. Oh, that's what you're saying. Got it. Depending on how Jordan Poyer is, man, they're, they're going to have one hell of a fucking run at the end of the year. If they can keep everybody healthy. Well, they've I, been amazing already, so... I know. I'm assuming Poyer's expected to be out for multiple weeks. Now, yeah. not the season, but the reason I think that is because they went out and traded for a safety today. Yeah. So, you just kind of look at, okay, I got to replace this, and then for a seventh-round pick, having that depth is great, but right. without having Marlowe back, they would kind of be up Shit's Creek. Yeah. I mean, they got a couple of young studs back there that they really, really like, but yeah, I agree. Um, I hate seeing knee injuries, man. They always, they, they mess with me. Uh, I swear to God, you just made up this name. Um, even though I know you didn't, uh, Chidobi Awuzi. <laughs> Bro, you nailed it. Yeah, I know. Nailed it. Yep. No, I know. I, I've, I know who it is. It's just, I, I fucking, <laughs> the name. Uh, Bengals quarterback tore his uh, or cornerback tore his ACL Monday night and is out for the season. Thoughts and prayers go to him for a swift recovery. And Lo- and Lloyd Cushenberry, the center for the Broncos, will miss some time with a groin injury. Uh, Russ was giving him a nut tap, you know, when you go under center. That's <laughs> uh, facts. That's it's a real thing. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, I mean, it's funny. It sounds good, but that's a that's a real thing. Yeah, it's more so something that happens in like high school, especially when the center farts in the quarterback's face. Don't ask me how I know. Why, um, that's why I did not play center <laughs> or quarterback? <laughs> no, they asked me to move the center, and I said, "You're tripping. That ain't a real thing for me. I'll sit over here at guard and I'll pull around and knock people's heads off, but I ain't gonna just sit there and get fondled." Yep. 50, 60 times a day. We ain't doing that. <laughs> All right, let's move. Quarterback. He was he was known for the the Russell Wilson treatment. So oh, okay. I just felt bad for our center. Gotcha. All right, let's move on to uh, the recap of the games on Sunday and Monday. Fucking Monday Night Football last night was uh, really disappointing. Um, Joe Burrow looked lost without Jamar Chase. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's thrown over 250 yards without him. I don't know. So this was like the fourth lowest passing he's had in his career so far. He was sacked, what, five times? A couple people in our group chat were saying that the uh, offensive line looks like trash, and I just said, man, if you stack trash in front of him, I'm sure you'd have more time passing. Yeah, I mean... It'll take longer to get around those trash cans. Yeah, it'll take a little bit longer. This is ridiculous. He, um, he still had 232 yards passing with a 71.4 completion percentage and a 96.4 rating, so it's not horrible it's not really bad either um just really really unfortunate for him see how many times he was sacked i should say who five times yep yeah that's the most in how many weeks uh that's the most since week two 
against Dallas. So the, the, the line's guy, been getting better, but counting last year and this year, he's been sacked 99 times. Holy shit. And they are going to turn this guy into a uh, guy. I forgot his name. Carr's older brother. I forgot his first name, but the original car for the Texans, David, David yeah. man, that guy was fantastic. One of my favorite videos. I'm sure cap hates it. They're at a little arcade, him and Dak and, uh, I saw turns that. Throwing at targets and Dax missing everything. Every target and Dax missing every one. So, at the farther farthest one, Dave throws it, skips it off the ground, and still gets the target. And it's just fantastic. But he's known as you know one of the biggest busts because he just got destroyed from defenses right. just hitting him weekly over and over and over again. You just your whole clock, the mental clock you have for when the ball's got to be released, all of that kind of changes, and you're just always on your tippy toes in anticipation for pain. Yeah. Pain everywhere, as Jameis Winston will tell you. <laughs> uh, Browns showed up in a big way uh, last night, obviously. They were, uh, like we said, five sacks. Um, Browns are now three and five, two games behind the Ravens. Browns trying to hold on to hope while they wait for the return of Watson at QB after an 11-game suspension. Possible re- return is December 4th versus the Texans. Tell me that wasn't, like, something they knew. You know, fucking, they, they planned that shit. Oh, it was the third-party guy that had to do whatever it was. I forgot his name. And that guy has the best sense of humor I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I loved it to to have him coming back for the team he just left to set up all of these situations you want to call them, um, like they offer. It's fantastic. We don't need to get into it, but <laughs> it's going to be a great welcome home game. Tell you what, I'm going to take the Texans too. Yeah, really. Week thirteen. Yeah, that's going to happen. I did. Oh, for sure. I. Yep, that's what I'm doing. All right, I'm clipping it, it now. Clipping it. Yep. Count it now. Um, yeah, I was I was really hoping the Browns would lose that would they would stay at the bottom of the AFC North with my Steelers. Uh even though they would be in third because they have a uh, half a game ahead of the Steelers, but that didn't happen. Uh let's see. DK Metcalf showed off some big brain plays um on Ken Walker's touchdown run. Saw the run was coming up the backfield or uh, up the up the field on his side and he ran a fake fade route and was acting like the ball was coming his way. Oh, I loved it. Even the crowd was like going with it. Yep. It was so good. It was so good. And uh, whoever was covering him bit on the fake and fucking ran trying to swat an invisible ball and opened it right up. That was a a big play all the way around. Yeah. I mean, Ken Walker broke a t- uh, broke a tackle at the line of scrimmage, outran a couple guys right away. Gino came up and did a how you doing, keep it moving, little get in the way on the, the D end. I think it was, uh, uh, I forgot who it was, but it, it was a stud. I just can't think of the name right now, but it was a great play, and it just kind of showed that Seattle's for real. Yeah. Like, they, every single player on that team has bought in since Russell Wilson has left. And I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, Tyler Lockett's it's great when we get credit for what we do comments direct shot at uh, at Russell Wilson, because Lockett said that before. Mm-hmm. 
but it feels like it's a shot at Russell Wilson. By the yeah, way, they look active again. Like see the Seahawks, they look like they're back. By the way, some more breaking news. I, I love when we do live. You know, when the breaking news comes in, we're able to just talk about it. Uh, Kansas I hope City this Chiefs. This is a little bit cheerier than the last this, this, couple breaking news. This yeah, one is. <laughs> the the Kansas City Chiefs have activated cornerback Trent McDuffie from the IR. There we go. Yep. Welcome back, bud. That's a big pickup back for them as well. Right. All right. Uh, let's move on to the Raiders. Love how you put Josh McDaniels has some explaining to do. He's just trying to become the Steelers offensive coordinator. That's all. Um, uh, and I could understand that. That's yeah. a simple explanation. Yep. I would accept that. Yep. Uh, Raiders looked absolutely fucking horrible again this week, getting beat 24 to nothing by the Saints. Raiders first goose egg since Carr's rookie year. Uh, Carr's looking worse and worse. Josh McDaniels look, looking horrible. Josh moved to Vegas. Lost a bunch of money in the casinos. <laughs> and now he's looking for his best shot out of there. <laughs> that's, that's it. So, yeah. Sorry, Look champ. Smiling. <laughs> we got to get champ back on the show. Cat. This is how you reel people in. <laughs> Listen up, boys. Dial in. All right. Man, the Raiders, man, they look, they're so much better than what they look. And then I bet against them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, myself and Baker just both went with uh both went with the Raiders. I'm impressed with Saints, man. Andy Dalton's still playing quarterback for them. Yeah, the Red Rifle. Red yep. Rocket. Rifle. <laughs> the pea shooter. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Uh as you put here, Buffalo's getting closer to having Davius White back. They activated him today. Yep. And then the next one, Chase Young activated, uh, I believe, today as well. Yep. A lot of activations started flooding after the trade deadline ended and all the teams knew yep. what their roster was going to be. And then they started making all the required moves. Let's see. Uh, you, you put this in here just to hurt me. Uh, George Pickens did not haul in any of his three targets versus the Eagles. Um, you're correct. Yeah, that is the exact intention there. That yep. was all uh, it was for. One of those should have been challenged. Mike Tomlin showing he is inept at challenging plays. Uh, it was 100 oh, no. percent uh, catch. Uh, I don't want to get in on the Steelers right now, man. It's it's been. <laughs> I had I had Pickens getting a four plus. He's not liking it as both week, of our man. teams pulling a win this week and. He took a loss and still doesn't have a Matt Canada firing going on. He's got nothing to, it to is, cheer for over it there. It is six fifty PM on November first. Matt Canada yeah. has still not been fucking fired. That's a shame. I believe man. I saw a stat that I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find it. Keep going down the list because I'm gonna find this shit. Oh, I, I just before we move on, I just wish that we would have got a little clip of that whole. Uh, Kenny Pickett response at the end of the game, just saying how you can't do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. That's insane. You know, we need to make some changes. And I thought that was clearly speaking to the offense needing to be upgraded to, you know, 
kind of Canada being on his way out. And that doesn't seem like we're getting that result. So that's been wild. Um, that would have been, you would have been so happy today. I was really hoping that it was going to happen. Um, but uh, something that really cheered Cap up over here this week, I'm sure, is uh, after seven weeks of not finding the end zone, Alvin Kamara finds it three times against the Raiders for all three of the Saints' touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you tried to get a W in, uh, in Dynasty, and Christian McCaffrey came back and said not so fast, but it was a good hope. Way to go. I know where you live. Here. I'll move. Here, this is what you... uh, (laughs) I can't believe you beat me this week. This is what you wanted to see. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Hit the wrong button. Here it is. Yeah, not, not detailed, you know, not detailed guys and you know what they're doing. Um, you know, we need to study more. I don't, I don't think we study enough as a group. Um, there's way too many, you know, penalties and, and stuff like that, which, you know, we can control. It's all mental. Um, so for that to happen, there's really no excuse for that. So, you know, we have to figure that out and, and get it right. What is your message to your offense? What are you guys saying as you're going through reverse like you are right now? Yeah, I mean, we, we got to. You know, something's got to change, right? I mean, it's insane to keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect something different. And, you know, we've been having these problems all year. So that's that has to get changed. That has to get fixed. Um, you know, we need, we need to look each other, you know, in the eyes and, and get it turned around. You know, we're only going to be able to do it. You know, coaches can say whatever they want. Everyone else in the media and, and fans can say what they want. But at the end of the day, it's, it's down to us. So um, we got to figure it out. Thank you, to Kenny. look each other in the, in the eyes. So he's still right now in a staring contest with Matt Canada. The loser will will be uh, either benched or fired. We'll see how that goes. Uh, no, uh, they're not benching Kenny Pickett. They're gonna fire the shit out of Matt Canada eventually. Eventually, I fucking hope. I I I fucking hope it. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> Fuck you. <Woosah. laughs> Remember the pressure points. Oh my god. I, I, I'm still looking for this thing, so keep going down the list. Well, we were talking about uh, move to the Vikings and just how you're happy to still have a house after mortgaging that thing and betting it on the Vikings over the weekend. That was a good call, right? I mean, as a Vikings fan, I just can't do things like that. But yes, great call. Great call. I as a friend, um, I'm glad that worked out. Uh, so I, I won a total of $0 <laughs> on that game. <laughs> you still got a house. Still got a house. I didn't bet yeah. on that game. But you're telling us to bet the house. You're goddamn right. The whole house. I got you birthdays coming up, bro. I need my money for that. <laughs> you could have had a whole house to give somebody. You're damn right. I, I could have. I should have. But I didn't. But yeah, Kyler just, what, losing another game on a Call of Duty release weekend. I mean, that stat's just going to keep climbing and climbing. Let's see. Go ahead and keep going. Does he really have a really, uh, like, he's never won the day after Call of Duty release? It's very rare. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if he has a win. I know it's something like eight losses, though. I'll pull. I'll and be able to pull that up quick. Uh, oh, here, here's sure, the title yeah, of this. Some genius did a breakdown of Kyler Murray stats on Call of Duty Double XP weekends, and it's enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought you'd just been trolling. Oh no. no, 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 no. This is a real topic, and it is backed with all these statistics. And so, oh man, here's a statistical analysis of Kyler Murray's performance on COD, COD Double XP weekends. Uh, posted by Reddit user Negative B. Thank you. Shout out. Uh, so his pass rating is uh, 97.43 and 89.65 on double XP weekends, showing a negative 7.77 difference. His uh, passing yards, he averages 251 and on double XP is 245. Oh, not nothing crazy there. Uh, the same with the completion the percentage isn't isn't where, crazy. Where it really stands out. Yeah. So right. so his record on non double XP weekends is eighteen sixteen and one, and on double XP weekends it is four and seven. It's now four and eight. Sorry, bro. Uh, so yeah, he's uh <laughs> he he's fucking horrible when Call of Duty comes out because he stays way up too late. <laughs> Sorry about it. No, and even uh, we had mentioned Ninja a little bit beforehand, and he had went on the Pat McAfee show and just said, oh, yeah, if you could talk to Kyler Murray, he would just ask him, what are you doing? (laughs) You are a professional athlete. There's a time to play and a time to do your craft. And during the season, you shouldn't be turning on an Xbox or a video game or anything like that. You should be worried about being one of the best quarterbacks in the world. So... I mean that's a that's a gamer telling you, hey, this ain't your time to game. That's to me says a lot because gamers normally don't say stuff like that. So like, I oh, you can say, game; though, it won't really affect anything. I definitely think Murray's trying to be the best quarterback he can be. Yeah. I mean, all jokes aside, he's definitely trying to be the best quarterback possible. So, no, hundred percent. I think he's trying by how he knows how to try, and I don't necessarily think that he's really has a full vision of what it takes. I don't think there's ever really been anyone that's been able to teach him what it takes to be a quarterback at that level. He's got a coach that coached him in college. So like his coach is still learning this level. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's why Hopkins was so important to get back is because that's the only guy on offense that they have that really has the understanding of what you need to do to be excellent at your craft. Yeah. Yeah, but having that type of caliber receiver helps every quarterback. We can we can go and go back to like Dak plays way better with a number one guy. Um, sure, but, but what I'm saying is it's the actual leadership that Kyler needs. Like Kyler, skill set wise, is a top five seven quarterback. Skill set, he's fantastic. Like the only player to be drafted in the first round of the NFL and the first round of the MLB, right? Like he mm-hmm. is a superior athlete. Mm-hmm. He just kind of comes with a little bit of an attitude. Like he knows he's a stud and uh, his work ethic isn't that of some of the other quarterbacks that you'd name up in that atmosphere of, of great quarterbacks. Yeah. But from like what like reliable source, you know, like that's not, I guess what I'm the trying results. to get at. Well, you can be, talented and you can you can study all you want and and not 
get so the like same the results. results on the field are when he plays when the play breaks down and he rolls around and it turns into backyard football there's mm-hmm. great results when he's supposed to be on time inside of the play it's not that great he you know he he hasn't gotten there yet all this all this stuff I'll, first I'll year, throw it out there second year i i get the 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 hearsay but you mean in my eyes i i think that quarterback is trying to do what he can do to win a super bowl and having someone that's not in their craft telling him how to run and be the best at his craft is to me is just comical and that's it, it's a cute outlook i think he i mean that's what we I all do though telling him not not to play the games during the season i don't think it's telling him how to do his craft it's telling him what not to waste his time on yeah but doesn't everybody have downtime you know what i mean that's all i'm saying i don't know does does tom brady have downtime i don't i don't think so from what i hear he'll <laughs> two in the morning he's texting his receivers hey this guy does this and this guy does that so i mean you don't have to be Tom Brady, but there's a great void between the time that Kyler's putting in and the time that Brady's putting in. Maybe that's why Giselle left him. Wait, Chicago <laughs> playing video games or? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, but yeah, oh, maybe so. I don't know. Who knows? No. Oh god. I mean, if we're just we always keep going back jokes, to that. We- We've seen all the the humorous stuff of who Giselle's been hanging out with, right? Fucking mm. Antonio Brown, yeah. No. Oh no, what there's someone it? new now. If you say Ninja, I'm a fucking flip out. I'm a fucking Pete, flip Pete out. Davidson. Now I'm sure oh, this is a joke. No! But that's, what, that's what everybody's been saying. It's been fantastic. <laughs> now, I'm sure these are all just just hilarities, but that would be the greatest comedy oh, I've ever no. seen. Oh no, that's that, a real thing. That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, Pete Davidson slamming in. Yeah, Pete Davidson's got his eye on you. That's <laughs> that's what I heard. So here's the uh, here's the stat about Matt Canada. This is what pisses me off so bad. So, and Matt Canada is now 26 games as the Steelers' offensive coordinator. The offense has failed to score over 20 points in 21 of those games. All five came last season with Big Ben. That's interesting. I know, I know Madden players that can call a better offense than this guy. Yeah. Uh, Like Baker said, breakdown his game decisions two weeks ago, had two times, 12 guys in the huddle. It's QB's responsibility to not step in the huddle until all subs are made. Just mental stuff. It's a comment from the chat. I, I understand that Todd as well, but I mean, there's, you have an offensive coordinator. You have people in your ear, you know? Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Maybe he just doesn't get it. Maybe it doesn't matter the effort. It's just not Maybe there. that XP is more important. Maybe you are right. <laughs> I mean, when it's double, it's, it's You double. need those gold skins, man. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, Eagles wide receiver AJ Brown put up a monster performance versus Steelers. I fucking hate you, Baker. Uh, versus Steelers with 156 yards and three touchdowns in week eight, triggering a random drug test Monday morning. And you put a laughing face. What a cock. Uh, (laughs) should have been four touchdowns, but Minka was able to stop him on the one. Oh, man. 
I tell you, there's nothing like taking shots at Steelers. It is fantastic. I, I can't wait it for is... Kirk Cousin to fumble the bag in the playoffs, and I'm going to be like, oh, look at those Vikings. At least the Steelers know they suck. You or you'll just miss another field goal. Because he's not going to be surprised. This guy right here. <laughs> okay? Because I'm a winner either way. Because I'm a avid, and I'm sorry, Kirk, it just is what it is, uh, a Kirk Cousins hater. It just, <laughs> I've seen it happen. The, the stats are not great in prime time or against uh, winning teams. So either I'm correct and we lose and everybody's got to shut up in my little group chat, or I, I get to celebrate the first ever Super Bowl. Either way, I'm, I'm winning is the way I feel. So I'm, I'm good to go. Up next, Mika Parsons scored a 36-yard <laughs> touchdown in week eight, continuing to build his case for defensive player of the year. Uh-oh. Can you guys hear me? Yep. yep. Looks like my internet's cutting out. Oh, we can still see and hear you, though. Yeah. Oh, there goes to see you. Oh, he's back. Oh, am I back? Yep. Looks like the stream paused. Yeah, I'm, I'm at zero upload speed right now. Must be snowing. No, it's nice out today. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. my internet drying, dying. They're not used to having good weather out there. <laughs> Reconnection successful. We're back. All right, cool. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> they expect the snow. They got 65 degrees. Shit's melting. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's that's what happens when you talk smack about Kirk Cousins. All of a sudden, <laughs> boop, your internet Baker, drops. Baker took me off. Baker was yeah. DDoSing me. All right. Uh, let's see, Tony Pollard looked amazing in his start versus the Bears. He tallied 131 yards on 14 carries, averaging 9.4 yards per carry. He got a lone reception for 16 yards. He also found the end zone three times in a week eight with the longest being a 54-yard run. Very, very impressive. Just goes to show the Cowboys don't need Zeke. It was fun to watch. It was what? You guys uh, scored 49 points total? He yeah, looks way more explosive than Zeke. But, I mean, I still think Zeke's needed there in some capacity. He doesn't need to be the starter, but he's he needed. Yeah, he don't need what? 15, 15 mil a year, but yeah, I mean, right. That's, Zeke, that's Zeke, really that's, the, that's the only reason that it's really Zeke not be here is the comments is because of his price tag, not because he's a horrible running back. He's just a horrible running back in comparison to $15 million right. spent on a running back. All right. Let's yeah, see. Jerry Jones made it very clear. So when uh, Zeke is back, he's going to be number one. So I mean, jumping yeah. back to the the picks, though, we were uh, getting to the Jets where we all lost our Jets pick because of the Patriots, which was devastating. <sighs> I wanted to go with the Patriots there too. It it uh, I've been riding the Jets wagon a little bit this year, feeling like it's been a fun ride, and then. Uh, you could tell Zach Wilson wasn't let out of the house this week. He didn't see any milfs. He didn't. He didn't have a good time, and it showed once he got on the field. 
Yeah, it's really rough betting on the Patriots games because when you think they're going to do when they were when you think they're going to struggle, they prevail. Yep. And then when you yep. think they're going to do good against this poor offense, they they just blow it. So it's starting to remind me of how Mike Tomlin plays down to the level of his opponent mm. this season for them. I mean, if they replay that game, I'm picking the Jets again. Yeah. Um, another game that came up that was crazy big, and I fucking should have took the parlay I was building live, was the uh, the Titans at the Texans. Uh, I was talking about Derrick Henry getting on the over for rushing yards and being uh, a two-time touchdown scorer, and I think I had him as the first overall touchdown scorer as well. And a homie ran for 219 yards with two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I remember um, that would have been a big I, win. We were saying on on Saturday we we're talking about this guy's going to get like 30, 40 touches. Mm-hmm. You did not take that uh, that anytime touchdown out of Malik though, huh? No, I did not. Did he score? <laughs> no, not. I, I mean. I didn't get to see that game, but uh, from what the uh, fantasy points told me, I would assume not. <laughs> no, no, he did not. <laughs> His two touchdowns enough, you'll go. He had... Oh, that's, that's the full season. I want individual games. <laughs> he attempted 10 passes. <laughs> He had five rushing attempts. He should have more, personally. But, I mean, when you got Derrick Henry dominating like he was, over just keep handing him the rock. Over and over and over. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's all you need. And he's getting... The thing is, uh, Derrick Henry's just getting better and better as the season goes on, too, which is very impressive. All right. Um, Should let's... we get into the verses? Let's go ahead and get in versus. Can't, can't, yeah. can't wait to hear how I, I suck ass this week. I want to know like the whole total, but I guess the total doesn't really matter, not, uh, matter now. Yeah, because we added Baker. Uh, you're you're up on me like three or four games now. Like 30, right? No, three or four. You said three. Got it. Three. Three? <laughs> Nothing after that? Nope. You honestly might be at like five. I need to check. We'll find out. Um, all right. So first up in week eight matchup, we had the Ravens at Buccaneers. All of us chose the Ravens. I was sick. That was the Thursday night game. Ravens came through with the big dub there. And then uh, the Broncos at Jaguars. Myself and Kat both went with the Jaguars. Baker went with the Broncos. Wow. Russell Wilson was able to fucking finally get it done um, against the Jaguars in London. And, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate for us. Hi, hey, I want to see the next when uh, Tampa Bay goes to Germany. I want to hear about the Tom Brady high knee and up and down the aisle. <laughs> Clearly, it's what, what you need to do to win. Right? Got to stay loose. When you said, hey, I thought you were going to say, let's ride. And I was going to turn off my internet. Oh, I, w- I would never. I was <laughs> about to be all so- sorts of like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. I'm going to sneak it in there now for sure. I don't know when I'm going to get you guys with it, but it's coming. 
So the next five games were the Panthers at Falcons, Bears at Cowboys, Dolphins at Lions, Cardinals at Vikings, and Steelers at Eagles. Uh, we all had the same choices for all of those, choosing the Falcons, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Vikings, right. and the Eagles, all 5-1. Yep. Uh, up next, we had the Raiders at the Saints. Uh, myself and Baker went with the Raiders. They gave us a goose egg Not doing that again. Uh, zero. The Saints came through with a dub, giving Pack the win or Cap the win there. Uh, Patriots at Jets. All of us took the Jets. We were all wrong. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's rough. The Titans at the Texans. Uh, I went with the Titans. Cap and Baker both went with the Texans. We just covered that. Uh, Derrick Henry gave Malik Willis a piggyback ride to a win. His first one, right? Yep. Uh, it was his Wanna second know. game he's only played. He uh, he relieved um, having a brain fart. Tannehill in the uh, Bills' dominant game. Uh, yeah, it's his first, first start, and yep. he finished with the win. Yep. Whole 10 attempts with six completions, man. That's hard-fought game. Huge. Huge. <laughs> uh, up next, we have the Commanders at the Colts. I went with the Colts. Uh, Cap and Baker went with the Commanders. Commanders won by one. Uh, 49ers at Rams. So me and Baker were talking about how myself and Cap went with the Rams last time, just a couple weeks ago, and we said we can't make that decision again. We both went with the 49ers. Baker still believed in the Rams. Niners got it done. Was very happy there. Baker even doubled down like, hey, bro. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, damn no. sure. <laughs> when Debo, when they announced Debo was for sure out, I went back and I said, hey, Cap, you sure about this now? He goes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's just being a <laughs> like, good friend. He's looking out. There was no pause. It literally, as soon as it sent, three <laughs> little dots, doop, 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 doop. yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, sh I should have listened. That's what should have happened. Uh, up next, we had the Giants at the Seahawks. This was my game of the week. It wasn't a bad game. Uh, I took the Giants. Caps, Cap and Baker went with the Seahawks. Seahawks got the dub. They're for real this team uh, this year, man. Geno Smith looks very impressive. There's a lot of quarterbacks that look really, really good. Like Daniel Jones looks really good this year. Marcus Mariota looks really good this year. Um, Geno Smith looks really yeah, good this year. Kirk Cousins looks good this year. Kirk it's Cousins looks wild. good this year. Jacoby <laughs> Jacoby Brissett even looks really good this year. Um, yeah, he had more passing yards against the the league's leader. Mm -hmm. So he's yeah. looking all right as well. Yeah, it's a lot of quarterbacks you didn't really expect. I mean, everybody was always really high on Jacoby. So good, good for him, man. Too bad the uh, the one that doesn't look good this year was Mitch Trubisky, and he just fucking sucked ass. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> up next, the Packers at the Bills. Uh, that was a unanimous decision by all of us. We went with the Bills. Choose the Bills till they can't win anymore. That's that's what it yep. is. And the way they can't win anymore is you just uh, you have to amputate Josh Allen's both of his legs because I'm still convinced he would be able to get a prosthetic and still beat almost all of the teams out here. He's just that yeah, fucking I, good. I, outside of a major injury on that team, I'm taking the Bills for the rest of the year. Yep, 100%. It is what it is. The only time that their loss is really going to affect me taking them the next week is if it's in the playoffs and I'm just not allowed. Yep. He, they uh, lost their best cornerback, and they're still 
one of the best defenses in the league. Yep. See, that's how I am with the Steelers right now. I'm not fucking choosing them for dick anymore this year. They're dead to me until Matt Canada gets fired. Yeah, it takes me a lot to pick the Cowboys, but you I mean I, I think the Cowboys can beat a lot of teams, but yeah. like, I have to. They're really good really... this year. According to Baker, they're very yeah, good. Yeah, as, uh, as a fan <laughs> of the team, it's really hard to like sell all the way out and think, oh, we're definitely gonna win because you just have all those losses and pains that you've had through all your life, mm-hmm. just knowing. Well, I've expected a lot of wins before that yep. didn't turn out that way. Yeah, and you know the weaknesses, and you know, yep. yeah, yeah, it, it takes a lot to pick. Uh, up next was the Monday night game. We had briefly covered this. The Bengals at the Browns. Brownies came through with a massive dub. All three of us went with the Bengals, unfortunately. And uh, that's all she wrote, folks. Uh, Bengals weren't able to come through. Let's see. Up next, we have the Thursday night football game coming up this week. Prime time, man. Big, big fucking game here. I'm sick of these shitty ass games. Amazon better be pissed. The all, all the money they paid, they're, they're it's horrible, dude. I the games might not be good, but they're getting all the subscriptions for Prime Video, so I think they're fine. People are starting to ask for their money back, so let's see how long that lasts. Uh, literally, free shipping. Philly is seven and zero, oh, and they're gonna play the Texans, one, five and one. But this is a. Uh, back-to-back home games for them so i mean i'm actually kind of debating about going to the game it's like 33 bucks a ticket oh dude fucking go we were, me and my dad were looking yeah, to get get uh tickets to the steelers raiders game uh which is i think christmas day or christmas eve or something like that but we're not going to be able to sadly okay i don't really want to go <laughs> no I mean, the steelers hey, are currently playing you're you're a, a Cowboys fan, not a Texans fan, so you're just going to see a good game live. You know what I mean? It's not it's like football. you're really gonna Yeah, you're yeah, not gonna miss football. out. If the if the Eagles win, it's gonna be a good game to watch. So I mean I, I I'd go. Yeah, I've hey, been to hey, probably hey. over twenty Raiders games just because it's so convenient. Hey, if you go, make no, sure I, you make a sign that says game. dial in with like a QR code. Yeah, you might have to spend a little bit more because you got to get right behind one of the uh, the end zones, right center field goal. So when they're kicking, you can hold the sign up for us. That's oh, going to be great. Just man. go streaking. Right. So now we're thinking. We'll pay bail. <laughs> we will not Please. do that. I can't yeah, go to jail. All right, I got too much yeah. to live for. <laughs> I'm too Shit. pretty to go to jail. <laughs> no, I've already been, but I got too much to live for now. But if I do go to games, I'm gonna print out some stickers for us and just hell yeah, dude. I wanna we everywhere. wanna start getting some stickers made. Maybe some merch. Dial in hat would be pretty dope. Nah, I'd wear it. Yeah, that's what I. Same. No, you wouldn't, Baker. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I'd expect a new logo, but yes, I I would wear it. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't say fuzzy and cap. It'd be like it would FKB. Say cap that way, look like a fuck baker. That's fine. I'm good with it. That's a. Hey, that's most people's sentiment. Don't worry oh, about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. No. I, I. I know this. It's okay. Uh. But so for Thursday night, I'm going with Eagles. I think we are. Yeah. Eagles. Yep. Yeah. Eagles. 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 What's the spread on that game? Uh. Probably like ten plus. Yeah. It's probably ten and a half. Let's see. Fandle. 
There's no way it's 14 because I think Stillers still own that. No, it's, crown. T- it's 10 and a half or it just went to a 11. They cover that. Uh, it's 13 and a half. I, I, I don't know about that. I think they still cover. <laughs> I think they still cover too. They went about like twenty three. I, I think. think I think they're gonna rip Dougie Davis Mills arms off and beat him with it. Yeah, I think they. Uh, they. Uh, uh, I'm thinking like a forty to seventeen type of game. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get into the power rankings real quick. These are the power rankings provided by Baker. Um, this is, there's some interesting ones here. All right, Baker, if you want to go ahead and. Uh, Go down your list. Give us your thoughts. Why you rank them where they rank or where you rank them at. The first five were pretty much standard. What everyone ESPN and whatnot have ranked in that order seemed close enough. It was fine. Miami. I definitely moved up after we got the Bradley Chubb news. I felt like that kind of completed the defense and said that with their offense, they'd be able to win, you know, with anyone. So, so Niners, I, the first Go five, ahead. he's got the Buffalo Bills at one, Eagles at two, Chiefs at three, Cowboys at four, and Vikings at five. I'd personally yeah. switch the Cowboys and Dolphins. Dolphins he has at six. Go ahead. Hey, more, more power to you. Uh, I've just seen the Cowboys defense, and that kind of really sways a lot. Once you get up into the bigger games where you're playing against the top teams, your defense makes a huge difference. When you're just kind of middling teams playing, the defense is kind of, they, they help, it doesn't this and that, but the top teams with top defenses really do make the difference. Oh, 100%. Um, the Niners kind of, I think they were listed at nine to start. I moved them up to seven with McCaffrey there, with Debo coming back. They've got Bosa now. I think that the team that they're starting today is a lot better than what their record shows over the first eight weeks. Um, The Ravens were hard for me to slide down that far because they got Roquan Smith, Mm -hmm. but they didn't really, they didn't get any other help at that receiver position. So, I mean, I'm a huge Lamar Jackson supporter, but he has kind of been struggling the last few weeks to really make things happen. And while the defense looks a lot better, they didn't help him out in any way. So, uh, you know, if we saw another, what, Niners-Ravens Super Bowl, I would think that the Niners would be able to kind of contain him a little bit more and score at will, really. And where it gets a little, you know, jumbled for me is at nine, where I'm letting the Seahawks ride all the way up into the top ten. We're going to let Gino eat. He's been doing great. The Titans, I mean, it's really hard once you get to 10, 11, 12. They're all kind of similar. Everyone's got a hole somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you've seen Derrick Henry just running everybody over, that kind of levels out yeah. the playing field. Yeah, I think they, they sit top 10 for sure. Yeah. Now, the 11 through 15... I kind of feel I could almost go in any order. Any Anyone can kind of pick and choose. I just felt like these were the next five teams that I would take. And that was the Giants at 11, the Bengals at 12, the Chargers at 13, the Patriots at 14, and the Jets at 15. 
I really wanted to have the Jets higher, but losing to the Patriots. What we just saw yesterday was was bad. It the our uh, Zach Wilson didn't look great at all, and that's kind of the the lifeblood to to a team is your quarterback playing well, and he was just kind of making wor- worse throws than Amari Cooper. So you know that's not not looking good. Yeah. That one's hard, man, because the Giants look really good, but suffering that loss to the Seahawks, the Bengals losing to the Browns, the Chargers have beat the Browns. Like, it's just that those next five are difficult, but I think they're all very fitting. And then, yeah, there was no need to go past 15 because that would have just been listing teams to list teams. Steelers are probably at 30. I, I feel like I would have ran out of yeah, oh, ran out of room on this document oh. before I got to the Steelers. Now Texans are definitely the bottom of the barrel. I would say Lions well, and then Steelers li- and then I, Panthers. I would, I would say Texans, Lions, Steelers, Panthers. Yeah, right now, maybe Steelers and Panthers could be switched, but still, that, that's how it is right now in the draft. Anyway, fucking terrible. I don't think uh, I mean with, with Dak back, which I think was very. So you guys added with the power rankings with what the teams acquired today. Um, I think it's very important that the Dallas um, held our own, and with our front office not really acquiring any new players. Obviously, our number one uh, improvement was getting Dak back. So yeah. that's very uh, convincing from a, a Cowboys fan. But having that defense. Um, being what's six and two, I mean, it'd be yeah. really hard for me to put. Uh, Who do you say the Dolphins? I I don't I can't do that. I don't think I can put the Vikings yeah. above them. I uh, I couldn't. Niners couldn't do it either. I think maybe it would only be Bills, uh, Eagles, Chiefs, and, Chiefs. and then out then I'd put the Cowboys. And that's yeah, not being that's, biased. That's just think no, that yeah. I don't think that we can put. Um teams up in power rankings from what they acquire because who knows yet we, we don't yeah. know yet so <laughs> definitely the, the cowboys one of the reasons i couldn't move them down at all is because they didn't have zeke and you saw how explosive they were having pollard in there right and getting zeke back isn't going to make pollard any less explosive it's just going to give them more options in different uh formations so right. that that can only be a bonus i i don't like to uh to listen to everyone saying you got to get rid of Zeke right now, this and that and the other. Sure, maybe at the end of the year, due to salary cap situations, he finds his way out the door. Right. But he really isn't some dried up running back like everybody claims him to be. He he is still a you know a top player. It's just explosion isn't his skill set. His skill set is finding an open hole, being able to get through, wiggle this right. and that, move the chains. Extra yards. He has a he has a different dynamic. Exactly. Yeah. So that I mean all of those are things that the Cowboys need. It's just at what time and when they're gonna call those plays. Yeah. Yeah, I think your uh your list is I mean, I would have the Giants higher. Um I'm not sure what would you do? You think maybe take the 49ers out? I think I'll go Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You got to go with the Vikings. You have to. They're really good now. And then, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Dolphins, so this kind of makes sense there. I would keep the Niners there. I would have to take, 
it's kind of rough, but I would I would move Seattle to eleven. I put Giants up at nine. Okay. So even though we just watched, even though we just watched on Sunday, Seattle mopped the Giants, and that Mm -hmm. was kind of my thing is. I had Seattle lower too until this week when we watched the game and actually got to see them play each other and go, okay, well, I mean, really, it it wasn't that close. It was a good game, but at no point in time did we think, oh man, the Giants are going to come back and take this thing. And I, if they, I I love saying this, if they played again, I would pick the Seahawks, but I just don't think that, I, I, I just think the Giants, have a better chance. I wouldn't say they're going to win the division, but they have a better chance of getting to the divisional round. And if they played in the playoffs, I would, I would pick the Giants. I, I just think that with the schedule moving forward, I don't know if it's like a hype thing with Gino, but I, I think the Giants are a better team. This, I think this that's year. just like me. You, you remember Gino when he was on the Jets, mm-hmm. and it's just so hard to forget that and just kind of live in the now. And that's what I'm trying to do with that is we've seen it happen just on Sunday. So I'm going to try to live in today. Which is the power rankings are. And accept Gino for what he's proven to be this year. So I I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I preach that power ranking should be the active ranking of the NFL standing i mean you guys have no idea how hard it was for me to leave cincinnati at 12 after watching what i really think trash cans could do better on the offensive line (laughs) last night it it was rough it was it was very rough last night i just yeah with jamar chase out they they might not be in the top 15 next week if we see another outing like that then until Jamar Chase comes back, you just say, okay, well, they're clearly not the same team at yeah. all. But well, then you'd have to put the charges above them, right? Because look what, look what they're going through with their receivers. And if yeah, they no, just and, lose one receiver, it's like, well, then you have to put the charges above them, you know? And so, I would. They should be getting back Keenan Allen this, this week. They had him before the bye for, you know, a small workload. And I do think that uh, Keenan Allen does help that offense more in what he does, moving the chains, keeping them oh, on yeah. the field, than Mike Williams does. Oh, uh, yeah. They do such different things. And then in you know a few weeks, my, getting Mike Williams back, I could see that offense kind of taken off again. It's just even if we we thought, oh, Keenan Allen's healthy and Mike Williams healthy, where are you going to move him? I'm they're not going higher than nine. There's almost nothing that can happen that's going to move the Chargers higher than nine unless one of those top eight teams has a serious injury or falls off. And the top so. eight is solid. So I think you right. and you are both agreeing that past eight, so like nine through 12 is kind of... Yeah. We can have conversations, but mm. exactly. And everyone has a whole. It's just the way that you play or the way you view like uh, a team... And mm-hmm. what hole is more valuable or hinders a team more is just kind of the dynamic that you look through. Right. The reason the Jets are down at 15 is because I do think quarterbacks a, a big deal. And the most recent thing that I've seen out of Zach Wilson is not not good at all. And the New England and- Patriots, the, the way that they snuck in there 
is just because no matter how bad you think they are, like we said earlier, they they can get a win. They can right. make something happen. The coaching really does step up. So Yeah. I mean, that's what you expect from Bill Belichick, though, as well. Right. All right. And their new offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Fucking I hope. <laughs> oh man i fucking hate uh, Canada. fuzzy's living a nightmare he, he he's putting out he's manifesting he's manifesting i mean think about it this is you know i'm I'm gonna be 30 this year you know i haven't experienced really this this is new for me so oh man it just hope it's only a year yeah, no, you know, I've got, I've got faith in Omar Khan. Um, I even have a faith in Mike Tomlin still. A lot of people are calling for Mike Tomlin to get fired too. I think that's a, uh, a dumb decision. Um, they definitely need to get rid of Matt Canada. Yeah. Yeah. This is new for me. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, even with like the eight and eight seasons, like there was still hope, like there were still chances, like they could finish a lot higher and well that's the thing about football man like this one little news of mm -hmm. anything good you're like oh man come on we're gonna turn things around and then like the next year you're like fuck we suck and you know, i've I, been there i'm a cowboys fan i've been there dude I, I was looking at it there was like that's a one score game that's a one score game Oh, don't hey, don't do that. That's a one-score yeah, game. Be going down the rabbit hole. Like that's like <laughs> there's that, like three games you could games, switch. No, you're looking at box scores and you're not looking at like how the game played. And there's a lot of box scores that look a lot closer than actual games are. Yeah. Because yeah. the the winning team changes the whole philosophy in the fourth quarter to just run the clock down and this and that knowing right, the right. the lead they have so but it, it's garbage not time, though like with time. with the with the so the last oh, one boy. the steelers the, the steelers dolphins up a can of worms, if, if it, it. Yeah. yep if it wasn't an interception just, if it wasn't no, an interception at the very end that would have been different the jets hey, listen, if the if the defense played agree. like they're supposed to <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you know ahead of time. Yeah. No, no matter how long you talk, but it's not. Disagree. Yeah. yeah. I, hey, I, hey, black and gold looks great, man. I love those jerseys. I like how you guys man. got the little logo on just the one side and not the other. The little You're logo. Individual for stuff like that. But hey, this year ain't the year. We ain't. No, we ain't I know. Hooting. I mean, if if Kenny Pickett wasn't gonna be getting like the the needed work, you know, to get yeah. some experience. I would say you just might as well put trap weasel, whatever the hell he's, he is back in there and let you guys lose some games and get a draft pick. Like, uh, like Tomlin thinks he's never going to get. Yeah. Oh, we'll never be bad enough for me to get a, a no, pick high enough where I can draft you. He, he didn't say that. He, he didn't say well, that. He said this year. No, he didn't say that. He said he hopes he's never bad enough. No, no whatever. I don't know, man. Oh, Before the tread down line, I just feel like you guys should have traded, uh, so that was it for uh for <laughs> dial in week eight recap guys i uh i love getting shit on by uh by my homies cap and baker yeah. here gotta get some digs in. it was it's uh all, it was fun love, my man we're just we're just trying to help you it was fun not, not fall so deep into this pool of hope no nope, i'm, I'm in that pool i deal with it every day
this town yeah. runs on how the Steelers are doing. So that's why it's brighter so days, doom brother. and gloom lately. Brighter days, brighter days. Yeah, I fucking hope. If Matt Canada is not fired tomorrow, then you're moving back to Florida. <laughs> I'm moving back to Florida. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you what. I know how I'm starting off Saturday's show. How's Matt Canada looking? Man, that uh, that fuzzy and cap logo, man, looks really, really good. Actually, it looks I really, really like better it. the past thirty minutes. It looks really great. Yeah, no, I like it, especially really the like past it. five it's minutes. Really good and, and purple and gold here. Oh man, look at that. Yep. It's nice to have that fuzzy and cap logo in winning colors. Whew. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm holding it back as hard as I can. <laughs> it's going to be okay, man. We've been there, uh, Fuzzy. I know. I know. Look at this guy has never experienced a losing season, and it is killing him. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. I mean, I have with the Pirates. That's just to be expected, though. <laughs> oh, you're just not a... Yeah, you're just not a baseball fan at that point. Oh, I'm still a baseball fan, unfortunately. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's... It's okay. I'm an A's fan. They don't even try to win anymore. They don't even yeah. pretend to try to win. They're worse they than the Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> literally just like a so, financial bank, bro. Yeah, that's, and they'll it's say that. Hey, we're making money. That's all we care about. So it is what yeah. it is. Yep. And it's like the, the Warriors, the uh, Golden State Warriors ownership group has tried to buy the A's over and over and over. And the A's owner says, oh, no, this is, we're still making money here. No, thanks. Yep just miserable yeah i wish pat mcafee and mark cuban would buy the pirates i mean you'd think they you know that there's links to uh to the fandom for both of them it would be nice mark cuban said he'd, he'd consider it uh when his kids are older so hopefully fucking hopefully but all right that's gonna end it for uh dial in week eight recap uh we went way over time <laughs> but it's just you know we have fun talking because so. we love each other oh yeah no fuck you guys all right guys i love y'all <laughs> i'll see you all later back in over a week so yeah, it was, yeah, like, back, it was nice it was on, nice man. it was nice you guys gonna see all three of our pretty three faces musketeers. oh you can't say the three amigos anymore sorry oh shit rip don't turn on r.i.p take off um all right guys we will see you guys on saturday uh shooting for probably around two o'clock again like we did last time i think right i don't know we'll figure it Sounds out good to me we'll, we'll post on twitter we love you guys we'll see y'all have a good one good night